This is Opposite Attractions, Season 3, Episode 9, The Simple Things. The challenge, a souvenir attraction. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the world-famous Opposite Attractions podcast. I am your skipper for the evening, Scotty Moore, joined as always by my co-skipper in training. It's Mr. Jim Murphy. You know, today I did have something silly I wanted to do when you introduced me, and now I can't remember what that was. was So, hello. It was just a long string of racial epithets, but I'm really happy you're not doing it. (laughs) Oh, man, I just got done because uh, I reached this moment where I'm like, well, the only news that I can think about are all the people who are talking about how good Slinky Dog Dash is. And that's about it. One of my friends on Twitter legit put like Slinky Dog Dash is or uh, Toy Story Land is going to be what saves Hollywood Studio and Slinky Dog Dash is the best family roller coaster of all time. I'm sorry. Seven Dwarves who? And I was sitting there like, you can eat a dick. Seven Dwarves is fantastic, (laughs) how dare you, and also, Star Wars Land is clearly what's going to save Hollywood Studios. I'm I'm more pumped for Monstropolis. Wait, what? Yeah, I mean, that's not a, uh, that's a rumored thing. Oh, yeah. But given that the person that just, like, took over Pixar is the guy that made that movie. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a pretty good shot that might make it into a park somewhere. I still really want that fucking roller coaster to happen where you're riding on doors. Yeah, that is what I think is going to happen, yes. Except I want it to be real unsafe, and if you have bad upper body strength, you're gonna die. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, this is the CrossFit of Disney roller coasters. No one rides doors like Gaston. This is the American Ninja Warrior of Disney World Rides. Which, oh, by the way, I don't think we talked about it. I didn't know the Banshees that you got at, like, I didn't realize that the Banshees were, like, that big of a deal. I thought they were just, like, this really cool, like, little thing you could buy in Pandora. No, dude, it's like a Star Wars build-your-own-lightsaber thing. What do you mean by a big deal? Like, there's a whole section dedicated to it, like the Banshee Nest. Yeah, they they train you. Yeah, they train you uh, how to how to uh, tame tame your Banshee. Yeah, when whenever I go and, back, uh, and there's I think there's eleven different colors yeah. now. Whenever I go back, that one of those shits are gonna be on my shoulder for the rest of this podcast's existence. <laughs> I can't. Mine is down in my uh. In my dining room up on a high oh, shelf. Oh, I thought you were about to say, perched. mine is down for the... I had to put it, pull it into the Banshee workshop <laughs> and have someone work on it for a yeah, few. Yeah, poor, poor Blake had to be put down. Did you officially name your Banshee, Blake? I did. <laughs> That's awesome! But yeah. Remember I made that video. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I, yeah, I just watched a video of like the five oldest and most terrifying theme park rides and one of them was just basically a blatant ripoff of uh of splash mountain except they got the um oh shit who were like the famous puppeteer brothers i can't remember what their names are sid and marty croft they got them in 
to work on the animatronics, and they went from kind of small, cute animatronics to horrifying monstrosities that would look... So, like, you would have those three racist-ass crows looking down on you like, you're about to die, my friend. I want to do, like, an ep not a whole episode, but, like, a, a whole intro dedicated to rip-off rides in other parks, because, like, three out of five of the ri uh, three out of five of the rides on that list were all called the haunted mansion <laughs> well it is kind of a generic term real when you think about yeah, but it. it i just got that i actually just got that graphic novel uh what the other day what? oh the haunted mansion graphic novel yeah i got the i got the first volume of it it was on a clearance because i can't afford it new because it's like 30 dollars. i still really want the guillermo del toro haunted mansion movie to come to light because that will get pirates of the caribbean-esque numbers i think Just well i think i actually think that now like because they're making a jungle cruise movie i think that since pirates did so well that if they put the right people in it, I think it'll be fine. Never have I been more upset that I didn't go to Disney World that day than the day that I found out that Dwayne the Rock fucking Johnson was on the Jungle Cruise being the skipper. And I was like, please. And I needed him to end it with just like, all right, make sure you step off to your right. And if you smell what the skipper <laughs> um, is cooking. I do know that... Um... Gary Sinise goes to Disney World all the time, and he loves Splash Mountain, like, a lot, a lot, a yeah. lot. And one of my roommates worked there, and he said, like, he went in for a shift, and they're like, oh, yeah, he was just here, like, an hour ago. And he was like, what? Snooki was at the T-Rex Cafe once. That was my... I only had, like... I had... Did you confuse her for chomp? <laughs> no, I've only had three famous, like, somewhat interactions at uh, at any of the parks, one, I think I've talked about on Fight Boys, and it was the day that Kevin Owens, right after he lost the Universal title, came into the arcade with his kid, and I helped him and his kid out, and I almost gave him a free PS4 off the back wall. <laughs> it was close to being like... Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry for what Goldberg and Jericho have done to you. Here, take this. If you don't want it, see if Austin Creed wants it. Uh... <laughs> that was one. One was when I believe both property brothers came into the arcade, and I was like, because like I think there are like two types of family, three types of families. There are History Network families. There are a. They are. Uh, <laughs> There are HGTV families, and there were Food Network families. I was a Food Network family, so I didn't give a shit. But my girlfriend came from an HGTV family, so later I was like, oh, yeah, the Property Brothers were there. What? And you didn't do anything about it? And then my last... Yeah, I, I, sh I shit on the floor and told him to renovate yeah. it. And then the last one was, uh, of course, Snooky, And they were like, Snooky's here. Okay. It's okay. like I wondered what that smell yeah, was. Exactly. So yeah, um, but yeah, if I was ever a big fan of Gary Sinise, I'm sure I would try to go into Disney and be like, "Let's do this." Did we talk? Well, he was a he was kind of a film nerdy type guy, so he was like really uh, kind of annoyed about oh, it. Oh yeah. Did we ever talk about on the show, or was it on BS when Joe Biden went to Epcot on the private fucking White House helicopter? <laughs> 
I think it was. I, uh, I, I, I think, think it was so. BS because we really got into how badly that motherfucker wanted to ride Figment that day. <laughs> and Bar- Barack's like, I have a very, very important meeting today, Joe. I'm gonna be taking off Air Force Two, which is what I have to assume the helicopter is called. And I'm gonna wait. Where's the Joe? Joe? <laughs> and then he just gets back like a selfie of him in front of <laughs> Spaceship Earth. I did it. You know the uh, they used to have a double decker bus that went around Epcot. You used to be able to ride it, but then they just put characters on it. Yeah. Um, that was one time when I saw characters without their heads on was backstage with that bus, yeah. and that really scarred me. But uh, apparently, two kids wrecked that bus at a museum. Holy shit! What? Apparently, it's worth like a half a million dollars, and they like wrecked it. Because it's an old, like, real bus, and they it just you can just take it out of park without putting keys yeah. in it. So they put it into like neutral, and it drifted into a tree. Meanwhile, Joe, Bu- they didn't. It didn't. It didn't do a lot of damage. It just, but but it has like the Epcot stickers on the side yeah. and stuff. Meanwhile, Joe Biden's sitting outside a test track, like I got the high score, Barry, Barry. He's on. He's on top of the ball, looking for Mickey yeah, Mouse. Exactly. He's like, I saw that old commercial. I know he's up here. <laughs> what the shit? Oh, Joe Biden's adventures in Epcot. Only the greatest. He's, he's trying to help. He's trying to help the Caballeros find Donald. <laughs> That's what it is. He's got a margarita and one of those giant fuck off sombreros <laughs> on his head. Barry, I know you got that meeting with that Kim Jong dude, but come on. <laughs> I'm about to go meet Baymax. Come on, Barry. Oh, man, because you know that's who. Uh, I, I wanted to tell you my list of stuff I was going to do at Disney. Oh, yeah, man. Unfortunately, we just ended up talking about J- yeah. Joey B's yeah. adventures in Epcot for ten minutes. He's looking for Walt's frozen head. <laughs> I'm a find it. It's a conspiracy. I'm telling you that right now. Barry. Barry. <laughs> Barry, let it go. Let it go, man. And it's just him with like, the giant Elsa in the background. Come on, brother. Did I tell? Did I ever tell you what I did to Elsa uh, to Anna when I met I'm Anna? Sorry, what? When we went like the the time we went to Epcot after that all opened, like I always try to fuck with the characters, especially like if like if yeah, you know, not all of them. Like I didn't really fuck with Elsa, you but when we got to Anna. We got over to Anna, and I'm looking, and she's wearing these boots that come up to, like, her like her mid-ankle, and they got, like, heels on them and stuff, and they're all embroidered. And I looked at my wife, and I said, man, I'm really glad I was going to wear those boots. I have those exact boots. Yeah. I was going to wear those. I was like, I'm so glad. That would have been really embarrassing. And, she, and Anna's like, you have these boots? And I said, yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm so glad I didn't wear them. And she's like, do they have an A on them, like mine? And I'm like, no, mine have a J because my name starts with a J. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she was just like hilariously laughing. And then we, she started to like pose, and she like kicked her foot out. And I'm like, is that what we're doing? And I tried to do it next to her. And then she like switched feet, and I just kept, we kept switching back and forth. It was oh, fun. Yeah. My my favorite photo I've ever gotten of me with a character. Like I've had good experiences. Like when I met Sin, or no, when I met Rapunzel with my rainbow hair, Rapunzel freaked the fuck out. She was like, oh my <laughs> god. Oh, that's. That's what, so I want to make, because I don't think I want to carry around an actual frying pan, I think I'm going to make a fake frying pan and try to get Rapunzel to sign yeah. it. 
Um, but no, when I met Elsa, she was like, all right, everybody, let's try to use our ice powers. And she's like, do it like this now. And like, does the Elsa like hand thing. And so I stand next to her doing that, but with like the most terrifying look on my face, like staring down the camera, like I, the quickening has happened and I now have the ability and I'm about to fuck y'all all up right now. Uh, but Jim Murphy, this is a podcast about building a theme park, building our own theme park, which still ain't got a damned name. Building the perfect theme park for Joe Biden. Exactly. I came to the park. There's two different sections. It's good, Barry. Come on. Um, we do need to come up with a name, man. It we're like almost uh, two thirds of the way through with this season, and it still ain't got a damned name. Just like versus the theme park. Yes, that's what we. Uh, yeah, a load of VS. A load of VS. Um, VS network. I wish there. Were... B- Biden isn't allowed in the real Scotland, so he comes to our park and goes yeah. to yours. Call, call it Morphe's Gardens. It's a combination of our last names <laughs> with gardens on it. Um, but I do. I did propose a challenge last week because, unfortunately, we've not really had any good souvenirs to give out to our people. And so I wanted a ride that gave out souvenirs. And I came up with, actually, instead of one ride, a whole section called the cr- called okay. the Creation Corner. And essentially, as we've discussed, mine do look like... My park does look like uh, three intersecting dicks. And down the side of one dick is like this sketchy kind of bar area. If you go down the other one is the creation corner where it's got five different things you can sign up for. And it's kind of like an e-ticket. So you can't just walk up. You have to have like this e-ticket and you sign up for these hour-long classes or these creation things. And there's five different options for you. You don't have to pay anything extra unless you want to do more than one. It's kind of like... um, Ah, shit, like A-level and B-level attractions in, like, Epcot and stuff like that. Um, So, the first one, quite appropriately, is called Fun Fiction. And essentially, this one probably is the most boring to look at, but it gives probably the greatest result. And all it is is you sit down at a computer and you're giving a writing prompt or a pop culture series, like a movie or a TV show or something, and you have basically an hour to write a story based off that prompt. Usually try to average around 2,500 words. And you sign up the day before, come to one of the computers, and the big deal about it is if the story is good enough, you get notified through the official Morphe's Garden app, that the story has been selected and it will be read at the fun fiction show that's done five times a day. So it's like fun fiction, except it's with, like, we use different people throughout the day because me and Brenna would die. Um, And if you're selected, you actually get a plaque celebrating your story. You get, like, an actual, like, writing of it next to it on the plaque. And everybody who participates will get a book sent to them that features all of that day's stories. So you get to read through everybody's stories throughout the day. And we, of course, heavily edited. <laughs> uh, that That's one of the sections. Uh, the next section is called The Leather Hut. And essentially, that one from the outside almost has like a... When you go meet Merida in uh, 
and Magic Kingdom. It's got that kind of vibe, like this Viking shit set up everywhere. And there you can either make like a wallet, a flask, uh, some cool stuff like that, and you get to learn the eccentricity, eccentricity, fucking weirdness that comes with leatherworking. You get to brand it with, like, a custom logo. Like, you get to pick a logo out. And you can nail in brads to customize it, or unless you're a younger child who may need help with that. And you get to leave with this beautiful piece of leather work. And not only that, you get these custom... You can celebrate by custom drinking out of these... Or drinking out of these custom-made leather mugs, which you can also make if you want to have one to take home yourself, which are filled with mead. Unless you're a child and there's a non-alcoholic kind of like honey apple cider. So that's Leather Hut. Where is Leather Hut? Um, and then there's a painting class, which is really that classic like come white women go and drink wine with their friends and paint. So you get like this cool painting teacher and you get to make a beautiful piece of art. It could either be based off of like one of the weenies, like, like these beautiful locations or some other stuff like that. <laughs> and they kind of guide you step by step through it. And all of these, all of them, you can either take it with you or you can have it shipped at like a very small price. Um, and you get wine and specialty cocktails and juice and soda for the kids. Some crudite. Like some cheese on crackers, which, by the way, I had a small aneurysm earlier attempting to spell crudite in my fucking notes. I was just staring at it like crude, crudite? No, that, no, okay. Uh, up next, we have the armory, which has kind of like a, it's got like a Star Wars build your own lightsaber vibe, except instead of that, you get to build like this cosplay quality weapon. So you can make like a war hammer, a gun, a sword, whatever you want to make. And you get to pick out all the different pieces of it and put it together. And then you get this paint and you can actually paint like blood spatter or battle damage on it. And the cool thing about this place is the fact that in addition to all of like everything you add to it will either like add or subtract to certain scores. So it's kind of like test track. And if you want to, okay. you can have your weapon put to the test by a real warrior in one of our three-a-day battles between heroes. So it's like a uh, it's like a medieval times-esque battle between two heroes, and you get to see which weapon works out the best. And obviously, like there, we won't have like sword versus space gun. But <laughs> here's your broken sword back, Timmy. You did yeah. good. Well, no, there would be like some <laughs> clever switcheroo to where it looks the same, but it's not the same. And essentially, you get to see if you have the metal to craft a weapon worthy of a true warrior. And then at the final place, and it's actually based off a real location in England that I found. And it's potions class. And you go in and you get your own magic wand that you can use on these different items to open boxes up or unlock things. And you make different cocktails based on whatever recipes you get. Well, virgin ones for the kitties. You get two separate <laughs> drinks per e-ticket. 
you pick from like these homegrown herbs which you give to your potion master who crushes them up and helps you make your drink and they do like these magical things like spark certain stuff will make them sparkle or if you're like a grown-up you can add some 151 over the top light it on fire and sprinkle some stuff make some magic sparkles um there's one that changes color and if you you get to, and also there's this magic tree which I this one I blatantly lifted from the potions place in England and the tree is like a tap that will dispense beer or like pre-made cocktails if you want one of those and in addition to all this you get to take home your own free Scotland branded potion bottle with or without a potion inside it, but this one's not like a drinkable potion this one's just like some stuff we put some pretty shimmery shit into and you get to take it home and use it as decoration and if you want you can add on like a light that goes underneath it and illuminates everything but yeah that's the creation corner i just fucking filled up an entire section of my park with one thing and obviously everything has its own custom drink and there's no drink minimum on these because we don't want people drunk and then writing fan fiction about you know, that one time Tim Allen fucked the Berenstein Bears. <laughs> so that's mine, Mr. Jim Murphy. What have you got for me? <laughs> okay, so... Um, since I did my weird kitty attraction, which was like the th third episode we did, or the second episode we did... Um, I basically did a, a companion for that. Uh, basically, it's kind of a cross I was between. Say, can we get a quick uh, recap of what that attraction was? So, so uh, I had uh, it's, it was called We Do Mountain. Uh, it had a uh, it had, it was a uh, based on a fake cartoon okay, yeah, that would be made for me. So there's that. So. It would be, it's basically, there's four sections inside. I don't know if it would be, like, part of that attraction. I mean, I guess it would be part of the building, but it would be, like, a separate piece. Like, I guess maybe you could put it at the exit of the ride, yeah. but it would be, like, a separate thing. But it would basically be, depending on which, like, whatever your favorite character is, you could make something that's, like, kind of, sort of connected to that character. So... If you like the cat, the cat was uh, like a two D drawing, so you could do like a like a like an art class drawing class, like they used to do at Hollywood Studios, or almost like a, what they used to have in uh, Disney Springs. That drawing class they had there too. I, I don't know if I ever saw the, it. That, well, no, no, but I'm sure not it's Disney the same Springs, thing. Disney Quest. They had like this weird little. Yeah, it was the same. Yeah, that was the exact kind of the that. Yeah, it was. I thought it would either be like a class where you went into like a room. And there was like fifty people with you, or maybe it would be like a, like a one-on-one, -on -one, like a computer type thing where you could like sit down at a table and it would like show you kind of what to draw, and you could kind of make your decisions on what it's telling you to yeah. draw. And so you end up just with like a little drawing of like a little cartoon character when you're done. Uh, Sue Moose was um, a, CG a CGI character, so I was thinking you could do something kind of like the Make a Figment that's at uh, the Image Works. Okay. So you can make a character on there, and then, like, maybe it could tie to, like, uh, an app on your phone or to a website where you could, like, do stuff with it after you or made if it. if you want to, so if you want to, and you may already be using this for one of your other things, and uh, in Pandora, they do have the thing where you, 
basically make your own custom action figure of your own avatar. So you could do something like that, maybe. I I am not doing that. That's a good idea. I'm do, I mean, I, I'll go over the other two things, but that that's a good. I like that. Uh, it, it is a uh, bit shitty, though, because in one, you get a nice drawing of a 2D character, and then in the other one, you get this dope-ass action figure. Uh, the Well, I was trying to think of things that like wouldn't be like, where it's like, hey, you have to pay all this extra money to to get something. I mean, I have a, I have that kind of built in a little uh, bit, but oh, I didn't want it to be something where it's like, oh. dollars Jim, so I mean, do whatever you want. <laughs> um... The uh, the third character was the dog. He was a uh, like a bad, poorly done stop motion. So for that one, I thought that they would basically have like a like a little area where you basically make your own puppet. Okay. Like a like a cheaply done puppet. Okay, okay, okay. And it could be like, oh, I want to add f- this kind of fur to it or whatever, and they would have ways to make it so it wasn't like you have to sit there and sew. <laughs> or you or you tell them. You tell them what they want, what you want, and they make it for you. It could be like that too. Yeah. If there's, there's if a place like that in New York, it, except it's with Muppets. I want a Muppet so bad. I want a Muppet hitchhiking ghost. Like you have, do not believe how bad I want to make is my that. Boy, still here? Yes, he is. He's behind me. I didn't get one from there, but my dad, in fact, for Christmas, because he remembered from six months ago when I really wanted a puppet, he bought me one for Christmas, and I was very confused about it. But now he just hangs out with me now. He's here. He, and uh, he, finally, he's here for the rest of the show. I hope you're. <laughs> well, I remember I can't see you, so I don't see. Shit. It's okay, Jim. <laughs> don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> so the uh, the last character was basically a guy in a uh, in a bad sports mas- mascot yeah, suit. Yeah. So for that one, I thought that you could make like a like a mask sort of a situation. Like you start with like a flat sort of like generic mask and then you add stuff to it to make it whatever like character you want. And then maybe they could have add ons of like, oh, I have fuzzy gloves or, you know, stuff like that. Oh, are you okay over there? I'm vaping. Uh, actually, I'm not <laughs> vaping. The puppet is vaping. <laughs> That's what you tell your therapist. Yes. All right. No, it's the pu- it's the puppet that has the addiction. The pu- it's the puppet. It's not me. He wants all the Smirnoff. <laughs> the pu- yeah, man, yes. I got strawberry Smirnoff. Fuck yeah, buddy. So yeah, that's basically my my four sections based on the four main characters of the cartoon. I wanted to call the area uh, the area UBU, like with the the letter U, the letter B, the letter U, but it'll be pronounced UBU yeah. to go along with the palindromes of the other things in the area. Like that. That's a good ride, Jim. <laughs> it's not a ride. I'm sorry. Man, fuck you. Hey, you calm down. <laughs> Your puppet. You calm down, Smurgle. Smur- Smurgle's actually, he's just been upending this Smirnoff bottle. Yeah! Fuck yeah! Play some Skinner! We are not, we're not gonna play Skinner, Smurgle. Calm down. 
All right, so that was UBU. We got UBU. Yes. We got our, none of ours were funny. <laughs> it was just a good show. <laughs> Damn it. That's why. I, I, I do like the idea of you deciding, like, hey, guys, you want to make something at the Leather Hut? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on down to the, the Leather mascot Hut. Is a is uh, actually the lead singer, or the former lead singer of, uh, oh, shit, what band was he in? Was it Iron Maiden? Homeboy? Yes. Homeboy with all... That's probably who you're thinking. No, it's... It, his name was... was uh, Rob Halford. His name was Rob, Rob Halford. Yeah, no, it's Rob Halford, Rob yes. Halford is the uh, brother of that guy from The Office. <laughs> like, if y'all want to talk about fucking Iron Maiden, just get me in here, buddy. All right, calm down, Smurgle. All right. Well, Jim, it's been an episode. Do you have a challenge for me? Your your uh your fun challenge can be to make a attraction with a sponsor since we need that for this season. It's sponsored by Shit Muppets and Smurgle is their Kermit the Frog. <laughs> ah! All right. Well, Jim, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, um. I'm on Twitter at apparently smart. Uh, you can buy my book Quezel Corp <laughs> on Amazon. Uh, Quezel Corp Risen, uh, Quezel Corp The Revenge, Quezel Corp in 3D. Uh, well, Quezel Corp does Dallas. That, that was, was a my good favorite. one. That was a D- Quezel Corp. Yeah, don't get the don't get the 3D version. You hurt your eyes. Quezel Corp does Qualis actually. <laughs> um. Yeah, and you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S C O T T Y E M O, and buy all those fucking books, and also BS versus the Gods on Amazon, or of course on Audible. You can get the first two books on there, and if you get a free 30-day trial, you can get them completely for free. And of course, remember to check out all the other BS Network programs online at a load of pure BS. Dot. Shut the fuck, Smurgle. What are you? Shut up. I'm gonna fucking take care of it. All right. Ignore this fucker behind me. Basically, go to the fucking website, donate to the Patreon, buy merch, merch merch.aloadofpurebs.com, and remember to listen to all the older fucking episodes of this horrible-ass show you're listening to at opposite-attractions.com. Check out season one, season two, and then, of course, where Smurgle made his triumphant... (laughs) debut in season three and remember you can find jim and this fucker behind me on twitter at op at show that's spelled o-p-p-a-t-t-s-h-o-w are you down with o-p-p